Hi, this is Kim Dixon, and welcome back to Weber County's Greatest Generation. I think this is the shortest turnaround on a podcast that I have had in quite some time. Today, we are going to finish up with the 1945 deaths starting in May and going clear through until September, the end of the war. Actually, there's one in October. So as I've mentioned in previous broadcasts, I decided to do this in um, November around Veterans Day to honor all of those who had been killed. And I have been doing it by years. When I got to 1944, that was um, a horrific year. And it took me quite a while to get through 44. And then 45 was almost as bad. So to get started, we are going to go back to Okinawa for a while. Um, Okinawa started on Sunday, April 1st, which was also Easter, and it went on until June 21st. It was the bloodiest battle in the Pacific, and it claimed 12,000 Americans, 100,000 Japanese, and at least 100,000 civilians. Our first death in May was on May 10th when 21-year-old 2nd Lieutenant William Bill Swenson, the son of Mr. and Mrs. C.A. Swenson, and the husband of Carlene Kammeyer Swenson, died. So this one was a little confusing to me because in a Standard Examiner article, he was a Navy pilot who transferred to the Marine Air Corps. I didn't even know there were Marine pilots, so this one was a first for me. So I did some research. Altogether, there were 700 marine planes of one type or another that took part in the Okinawa campaign. Who knew? They either served under the 10th Army's tactical force, or they were assigned to the Navy fleet or escort carriers. And there were so many kamikazes at Okinawa. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in another podcast, but it, it was crazy. Lieutenant Swenson was shot down in a bombing and strafing run over enemy territory and was reported as missing in action over Okinawa. On May 16, 1946, his status was changed to killed in action on May 10th, and he is listed on the U.S. Defense POW slash MIA and accounted remains. I'm not sure what kind of plane he was flying, but I'm definitely going to do some more research on that. And as far as I can find, he isn't listed on any memorial, and I think that might be because of the delay in declaring him as killed in action. On May 12th, we lost 29-year-old Lieutenant Woodrow Anderson, also at Okinawa. He was the son of Mr. and Mrs. J.P. Anderson and the husband of Edna Burton Anderson. He was a member of Company A in the 382nd 96th Infantry. He also had a brother, Private First Class Alvin Anderson, who was serving in the Philippines on Mindanao. Lieutenant Anderson's body was returned in March of 1949, and he is buried in the Alturas Cemetery. On May 17th, Private First Class Wallace Bitten, the son of Mr. and Mrs. George Bitten Jr. and Laura H. Bitten of 1450 Washington, was also killed in action in Okinawa. He was also a member of the 382nd 96th Infantry. He uh, was the husband of Ella Wilson Bitten, who lived at 213 22nd Street, and they had two sons and one daughter. Private First Class Bitten's body was returned in 1949, and a funeral was held along with the memorial for his cousin, 
Staff Sergeant Harold Davis, who was killed in 1944 in Europe, was held. This was the only set of cousins that I could find that were killed from Weber County. And there is a previous podcast about that. He is buried in the Washington Heights Cemetery. On May 21st, 20-year-old pharmacist mate William F. Almond, Billy, was also killed on Okinawa. We know from Iwo Jima that pharmacist mates had the option to become medics for the Marines, but are still listed as members of the Navy. I haven't been able to find the Marine unit he was attached to at the time of his death. He was the son of William and Ruth Finch Almond. Following the war, his body was returned to Utah, and he is buried in the Logan Cemetery. On May 27th, we lost 20-year-old Private First Class John Gray Jacobs, and he is one of the sets of brothers of Weber County boys killed during the war. His brother Murray Jacobs had died in the China-Burma Theater in May of 1944. He was the son of Mrs. Charlotte Jacobs of Riverdale and the husband of Faye Session Jacobs. Private First Class Jacobs was a member of the 242nd Infantry of the 42nd Division. He is buried in France, but the brothers both have markers in the Ogden City Cemetery. There is also a previous podcast on the Jacobs brothers that you can find on WeberCountysGreatestGeneration.com. So after Jimmy Doolittle's raid over Tokyo in April of 1942, a strategic and urban area bombing didn't start again until 1944 after the B-29 Superfortresses entered the service. They started on November 17, 1944, and continued clear up until August 15th, the day the Japanese surrendered. On June 5th, we lost 22-year-old Staff Sergeant William Bill Lauer, Jr. He was the son of W. Duane and Fannis Thim Lauer of 51630th. He was a radio operator on a B-29 based in the Marianas, he had flown 27 missions before he was reported as missing in action on June 29th and was later declared as killed in action on June 5th. Not sure why it took them so long to report him as missing in action. He is listed on the Honolulu Memorial in Hawaii and on this place of remembrance in the Ogden Cemetery. On June 11th, 22-year-old Technical Sergeant Bob Price was killed in Assam, India. He was the son of Roy and Ethel Price and the husband of Alice Roberts Price. He was stationed with the 716th Ordnance Ammunition Renovation Company at the Raiding Ordnance Unit. His brother Jack G. Price was serving in the Navy in the Aleutian Islands. So this unit was something new that I hadn't heard about before, and basically they were the bomb disposal squad. They would search for unexploded bombs and disarm them. I can't find any information about the unit in India, so there's more research on that for me. Sergeant Price's body was returned to Utah in June of 1948, and he is buried in the Alteres Cemetery. On June 13th, we lost 21-year-old Sergeant Charles Black, the son of Mr. and Mrs. Charles Henry Black of Ogden. He had been listed as missing in action over Formosa, which is now Taiwan, and was later declared dead on that date. I did find a 1945 uh, internet article with photographs from B-25 bombers of the 5th Air Force bombing Formosa. I'm not sure when the attacks took place, but there are several storage tanks, rail yards, mills, 
and factories, but there is no other information on who was there or what happened. On Find a Grave, there is a picture of a monument where he's um, memorialized with his crew, but it doesn't show any information <laughs> as to where he is. It's just a close-up of his name. Um, so just a thought, when you guys are ever putting information on the internet, be sure that you put all of the information on so we know what's going on. He is not listed on this place of remembrance, but I think that is also the delay in being um, declared as killed in action. So victory in Europe, VE Day, was celebrated on May 8th as the end of the war, but we will continue to have casualties. Also on June 13th, Sergeant William Nelson Jr., the son of Mr. and Mrs. William Nelson Sr. of 3725 Ogden, died in England. There is a picture of his headstone on Ancestry, but it doesn't say where the cemetery is. It indicates that he was with the Air Base Depot Number 1, and his death is listed as died non-battle. Private First Class Daryl J. Hess, 23, the son of Ezra and Sylvia Durfee Hess of 315 8th Street, was killed in action on June 17th, which, by the way, was Father's Day. He was on Mindoro in the Philippines. Mindoro is the seventh largest island and is located just off the southwest corner of Luzon. His brother, Private First Class Keith Hess, was a member of the same unit, the 167th Infantry Regiment Company A, and was with him when he was hit. He assisted in his burial. The newspaper article goes on to say that Keith is now in a recuperation hospital. PFC Hess's body was returned in 1948, and he is buried in the Ogden Cemetery. On June 18th, 22-year-old aviation radio man, third class, Donald E. Parkinson, the son of J.K. Parkinson of 2662 Gramercy, and Lavera Kuntz was killed in the Pacific in the crash of a Navy patrol bomber during the battle for Okinawa. He is listed in the Cemetery Memorial in Manila, and on this place of remembrance. Memorial services were held for him in conjunction with his father's funeral on June 30th, 1946, and he also has a marker in the Ogden Cemetery. On June 29th, 2nd Lieutenant Howard Nicolaysen, 27, the son of Niels and Edith Reed Nicolaysen of Roy, was killed in a crash near Sebring, Florida. His body was returned to Ogden, and he was buried on July 9th in the Ogden Cemetery. I haven't found any information about this crash. There is a website that lists all of the Air Force accidents, but the information for 1945 is missing, so I will keep searching. Our last casualty during the war was 22-year-old Private First Class Jack Fuller, the son of George and Alita Van Workham Fuller from Huntsville, and the husband of Elnora Montgomery Fuller was killed on August 3rd, 1945, on the island of Negros. I can't find any information on his Pacific unit. His headstone says that he was a member of field artillery. So the Battle of Visayas was fought from March 18th to August 15th, 1945, in the campaign for the liberation of the Philippines. This is really a lesser-known battle, and there's not much information after the end of April, even though the battle went clear through August 15th. 
the 40th division, and I think Private First Class Fuller must have been a member of that, suffered 390 killed with over a 1,000 wounded. Japan had over um, 5,750 killed and 500 wounded. Private First Class Fuller's body was returned to Utah in May of 1949, and he is buried in the Eden Cemetery. So the Japanese, their strategy was to make every inch of ground so miserable and so bloodstained that the United States would lose their will to fight. And for the battle on mainland Japan, which is coming up, even children had been indoctrinated to join the battle when the Americans invaded. The estimates for loss of life would be in the millions for the American um, servicemen killed or wounded, and millions more for Japanese civilians. That is the key reason that Harry Truman is going to order the use of the atomic bomb. After warning Japan on July 26, 1945, of the need for unconditional surrender, the alternative was prompt and utter destruction. When there was no word from the Japanese on August 6, the U.S. dropped an atomic bomb over Hiroshima. Still, no word from the Japanese emperor. They were warned again. Still nothing. On August 8th, a second bomb was dropped on Nagasaki, and still the Japanese refused to surrender. Finally, the emperor gave a recorded radio address to the Japanese people, announcing the unconditional surrender of Japan on August 15th. So in one of the books that I recently read, there uh, was apparently a coup going on in Japan, um, most wanted to surrender, but the radical military didn't want to. They were trying to kidnap the emperor so that he couldn't give that radio address. So there was quite a lot of drama in those last days. There will be three more deaths on the list of men who were killed after the war had officially ended. On September 15th, Flight Officer Keith C. Wilkinson, 20, the son of Mr. and Mrs. S.C. Wilkinson, was killed in a plane crash over Okinawa. He was with the 28th Air Force Photo Recon Squad. His death is listed as died non-battle. He also had a brother, Staff Sergeant Sterling Wilkinson, who had been killed in action on February 6th of 1944. This will make the last of four brothers who were killed during World War II from Weber County. His body was returned in 1949, and he is buried in the Ogden Cemetery. On September 29th, radar man 3rd Class Robert H. Croft, son of Mr. and Mrs. A.R. Croft of 2525 Madison, was declared as missing in the East China Sea. The newspaper article said he was a veteran of the Okinawa campaign and assigned to a troop transport as a radar operator. I found it interesting that right next to this article in the Standard Examiner, there is a picture of pharmacist mate George Wallen, being presented the Congressional Medal of Honor for his heroic actions on Iwo Jima. On January 19, 1946, Radar Mancroft was declared as dead. He is listed on the Fort William McKinley Monument for the Missing in the Philippines and also on this place of remembrance, and he also has a marker in the Ogden Cemetery. And finally, Private William Means, 37 of Liberty, died in the Madigan Army Hospital at Fort Lewis, Washington. He was the son of Ira and Mary Henningsen. He received training in 1941 and was honorably discharged six months later, 
but in the spring of 1942, he was drafted and assigned to field artillery on the A2 and Kiska Islands in the Aleutians. He was transferred to the engineer department and remained in the Aleutian area. Due to poor health, he was returned to the States, and after six weeks of recuperation, he was assigned to an Army hospital. He also has a brother, Roy Means, U.S. Navy, who was, quote, someplace in the Pacific, unquote. He was buried in the Ogden Cemetery. Wow, there you have it. I did not think that this would take six months to complete. This just happens to be the 40th episode of the podcast, which I never thought this day would come. I want to thank you, my listeners. And it's really interesting because on um, Buzzsprout, where the podcast is published, you can see where the listeners are. And there are listeners all over the country and all over the world. So thanks for joining. I'm not sure how you found it, but we're glad you're here. I especially appreciate you for hanging on, even though it is very evident that I'm self-taught and I'm still learning. So hopefully this will get even better. So I've mentioned before, there are always names that are added and names removed at various times. And this is caused by people who were living in Ogden at the time of the war, but were actually from somewhere else or the opposite, those who were somewhere else during the war, but were actually from Weber County. For the most part, all of the names on the list have a connection to Weber County, whether they went to school here or had resided in the community for quite a while. So at the end of this, let's summarize. At the current time on this list, we have 186 men. That includes seven Marines, 24 in the Navy, 59 in the Air Force, three in the Merchant Marines, one in the Royal Canadian Air Force, and 92 in the Army. 28 died of accidents or illnesses, and that surprised me because I thought that would be a lot more. Three were killed in the Battle for North Africa. 78 in the Pacific Theater, and 70 in the European War. That doesn't count the number of wounded or POWs who made it home, which is something that I will be looking at in the future. So next time, we're going to look at the Battle of Okinawa and the connection it has to Weber County and those who were killed or wounded. Thanks for listening. If you check out my uh, website or my Facebook page, Weber County's Greatest Generation, there are weekly blogs about 80 years ago and what was happening in Weber County, as well as uh, more information on the deaths as they happened 80 years ago. So check that out. Again, thanks for joining.